0: It's gone crazy, and we're just
1: trying to keep up. Bob and Zip. Before we started, I was talking to Ed briefly. Uh, Zip, you and I haven't talked yet today, but Ed was saying that it's been a weird week, weird, and it's been a weird couple of days for me. Has it been weird for you too, Zip?
0: Weird in what way? My life has always been weird to some degree. <laughs> Fair I can't enough. Is really, it it's, it's incrementally weird? Or? Well,
1: for me... um Stuff going on in the world is just, it's almost as if it's aimed directly at me. Ooh. And I've also been having strange dreams. You know, the kind of dreams that, that well, they're scary, but also um, very rare. Like, have you ever dreamed that you, you're about to die and you wake up just before you die? All the time. Okay, I thought they were rare. So this happens to you all the time? Oh, yeah. Wow. So I did this. Uh, it was basically a Thelma and Louise thing where I drove a car <laughs> off the cliff.
2: <laughs> was it a Mustang?
1: <laughs> I don't know. Uh, but it was dark, and I couldn't see very well. It was like snow and dark, and I couldn't see. And next thing I knew, it was like, poof, you're off the cliff, and you're plunging to your death. And I was like, wow, this is what plunging to my death feels like. And what, guess what happened?
0: You landed on a pancake with Bob and Lisa's maple syrup. (laughs) So it turned
1: out good. I do wish you were God. I do at this point. Because you and he both have a sense of humor. But no, uh, of course I woke up. I was like, I want to see what it feels like to go splat. Which, What a weird thing that is, right? Mm. I've got a little bit of laryngitis, a little bit of cold, a little bit of, uh, it's not COVID. No good, but it's, it's it, barely it, worse than the flu, Bob. Got it, and then and so anyway, that happened, and then um, this morning, uh, you know, every once in a while on Facebook, someone you haven't heard from in forever, mm-hmm. out of the blue, creeps you. Well, <laughs> no, this wasn't creepy. In fact, no, no one's really creeped me on Facebook. But, okay. now you've jinxed me. <laughs> Sorry. It'll happen. But anyway, no, someone out of the blue just reaches out, and there was a message from a guy, I maybe 10 years, uh, maybe not that long, but I haven't talked to him in a good six or seven, and I love the dude. Yeah, He was my flight instructor, mm-hmm. taught me how to fly.
2: Did um, he teach you how to lock up your airplane so it doesn't get stolen? <laughs> Apparently that lesson was was lost on you.
1: <laughs> so – I already dreamed I died. Are you trying to <laughs> pile the process. on? Yeah, <laughs> no. Uh, actually, that's a, he's part of that story, and okay. we're going to talk about that next week. And, I, and I'll, I'll tell you why. Okay, it's part of this story. So he, out of the blue, he says, "Do you know how I can reach Donovan? I want to reach out and try to help." Now, Eric, Ele-
2: electric yeah. banana, Donovan.
1: No, different guy, friend of mine. Okay, okay, okay. Eric was my flight instructor. Donovan was literally my, uh, well, in AA we call it your angel. Okay. Your Eskimo. Sponsor. The person who leads you. Um, Donovan was the first person I met who owned an airplane, who found out that I was deathly afraid of flying. I had a, uh, You know I had a, a Horrible fear of flying.
2: Like I did not know that. Oh,
1: uh, and by the way, this goes along with my death movie because every time <laughs> speaking of that, somebody would die and I had to get on the plane to go to a funeral, as I was walking down the jetway. Panic attack. Panic attack. Yeah. And and by the way, Zip, you'll understand this. Once I got sober, I couldn't even just douse myself with alcohol to be honest. He had to suck on mothballs yeah, yeah. through a handkerchief. <laughs> and now Donovan and I still talk. In fact, we talked maybe a month or so ago. Yeah. But my flight instructors, wanting to help Donovan, and it gave me an ominous sense of foreboding. Hmm. And I don't know why I did this, but before responding to my flight instructor... I Googled my friend's name. And what came up was a headline from the San Juan Islands. Let's see if I can read it to you. Hang on. It's so easy to find stuff these days on Google. You just take it for granted. Why should I prepare? It'll be right there when I want. <laughs> <laughs> There's a thing called expediency you may yeah, want to yeah. Google that <laughs> anyway um basically it was plane crash Ooh. off of uh, uh Blakely Island oh no plane owned by hmm. my friend who happens to have a place on Blakely island and but I, but I'm thinking Eric said he wants to help him and i read the, and it was one of those three paragraph stories the plane took off crashed into the water where it was 600 feet deep but fortunately the two passengers pilot and passenger were able to swim to safety wow the plane was registered to my friend's name oh boy So this is a little bit like my dream.
2: Yeah, there's parallels there.
1: Oh, it's almost like, and by the way, the dream happened a couple days ago. Yeah. Right around the same time that this plane crash happened.
2: Bob, are you a closet empath?
1: I knew you were going to say that. That was a joke, by the way. <laughs>
2: <laughs> and I, I almost bit on that one. <laughs> you didn't give me time. <laughs> but the, really, that sounds like something an empath would, would have to deal with.
1: Well, mm. a, 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 and this sort of thing... It it is, I don't want to go, because, by the way, psychics were the most fun guests to have on the radio, weren't they? Everyone was like, oh, that's a real psychic. (laughs) And I would go, yeah, what? Oh, you have a sister? I'm getting a blonde. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Lucky you. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So anyway, the headline was, small plane crashes into water off Blakely Island. Mm -hmm. Both occupants able to safely reach the island. Officials have not confirmed the cause of the crash. Well, I can tell you the cause of the crash. It hit the water. Yeah. <laughs> Bob, that's not the
2: cause of the initial right. cause. Or, that's or uh, there's another there,
1: There's another pilot saying it ran out of altitude and ideas.
2: <laughs> <laughs> that's that's a little smart ass. <laughs>
1: so anyway, I, I mean, part of me, my heart skipped a beat, and then of course, of course they swam to safety.
2: Every pilot's nightmare, right?
1: Right, and it happened the same night I had my dream. Just really, really freaky. Uh, and, And so, meantime, I'm like, oh, my flight instructor wants to reach out to see if he needs any help. And I should reach out. And I try his phone. And the phone says... <laughs> no I'm kidding I'm just just... <laughs> oh, you That's dick. Just, how
2: many kinds of wrong is that Bob is there no lie no, for you
1: because he's okay it's not wrong at all it okay. would be wrong if I did it with him next <laughs> yeah. week when he's a guest on our podcast telling us the story. Jesus,
2: that <laughs> A
0: tragic <laughs> story set up for a SpongeBob SquarePants <laughs> punchline.
1: <SpongeBob>. I am. <laughs> what <laughs> a <laughs> way Seriously, to I'm weeping with joy that um, he and no, his wife I are okay. Yeah. Quit and you know what yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to So anyway, look. Oh, I. I Look, everything went through my head. Yeah, of course, and um, his phone went. His phone did that thing where it doesn't even ring and it goes straight to we're waiting that's for a new phone. Yeah, yeah.
0: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You you know what though? W- which really, again, I'm going to violate the rule here. One of the things about getting older is I cannot stand getting a late night phone call because yeah. uh, you know what that's I mean. I, I yeah. am panic stricken oh. yeah. when the phone rings late. Yeah, it it and that's a that's a. That's a fact.
2: Bob, um, I don't know if you know this, and I don't mean to take you off your game, but my father, for the brief time that he was in my life, was a licensed pilot. And uh, Well, and
1: Zip's dad was a pilot, yeah, too, a, by a the way. a commercial pilot. Wow. Yeah. yeah, we all so, have well. aviation a little bit in our blood. So what yeah, what, yeah. what about your dad? What do he
2: um, you know, he finally got his where he didn't have to go up with an instructor. He could fly solo, and he took every all the rest of the family up and left me at home. <laughs> I didn't make the cut. I think I was too young, and oh, wow. they didn't mind losing the older kids, but the young kids <laughs> they wanted. He's got hang
1: such out. <laughs> a full life to lead. <laughs> yeah,
2: <laughs> yeah. But what they told him during instruction was, "Look, if you ever run out of gas, there's a highway down there. It's called the four, the uh, 401 Provincial Highway. Get on that. Right. right. And and he and then somebody, somebody, sure enough, ran out of gas and landed his plane on sure. the highway. Mm-hmm. And my dad was. Delighted with this story, I just remember him being elated that it happened. It's almost as like he'd wished it had happened to him so that he could make the paper. Well,
1: um, first off, let's talk about flying for a second. For those yeah. like me, uh, at one time was petrified of flying. Mm-hmm. Commercial flying is one of the safest things in the world.
2: Absolutely, better than a car.
1: Yeah, um, a, a private pilot's. Let me just be, say this: it varies. Yeah. Um, Donovan athlete. is one of the best... I, I would trust him with my life. He's one of the best pilots I've ever flown with. And uh, in fact, we'll tell this story next week because he's going to tell his story on the podcast. Okay. Um, but at one time when I was first learning how to fly and I'm reading instruction manuals and books, he took me to a little airstrip in eastern Washington at the end of a lake At the bottom of a mountain ravine and going one way if you don't land you know it's the lake or the trees yeah and going the other way you don't because it's the ravine so and I had studied the airfield and everything and as we were approaching to land, and I have so many stories I could tell, that I'll burn this one this week. We'll have him on next week. <laughs> As we're approaching to land, I'm yeah. a young Jedi who's, you know, starting to take flight lessons, and we come over the tops of the trees, and it's a little airstrip. Maybe it's two thousand yeah. feet long. It's
2: a really short one, man.
1: It's a short one, and I remember saying to myself, "We're a little bit high." If you smoke we don't
2: before you get in.
1: Just before we land, I'm like, we're a little bit high. If we don't get down pretty quick or if we pick up speed, we should really go around. Right. And at the exact second, he slammed He it floored down. the throttle and we went around. Oh. And he said, you okay? And I said, no, That that was about where I thought you would go around. And he went, Whoa! I hereby proclaim you over your fear of flying. My family would have freaked out. <laughs> because, <laughs> but and what I, and what he said was that was like his first go around in many years. Oh, and the thing that, um, the thing that that makes you bite it for pilots, and I and I think if if he was here uh, to talk about it, a certain basketball star would agree. is this thing called get-there-itis, where you have to get there. Yeah. And the thing uh, that really smart pilots have is they go, no, this isn't going to work, I have to do... And then you go into doing by the book almost instinctively.
2: You fall back on your training, right? Yeah.
1: Yeah. So I don't know what his story is because we both agreed, I don't want to hear the story. We all want to hear it together next Tuesday night. Okay. And those of you listeners from Seattle, you heard this story. It was on the news. But thankfully... It's a tiny news story. Right, not a big one. Because if it swims, it doesn't lead. Mm. It's (laughs) not a big story. (laughs) That's
0: different. (laughs) You know, I can't believe, uh, have you watched air disasters on
1: Smithsonian? Could you bring um, it up next week when Donovan's on? I think that would yeah, be a lot of you. fun. <laughs> yeah.
0: No, all I'm saying... I, ha- I I'm have so- watched
1: a little bit of... I've seen some clips, and you're there's fascinated hun- with that stuff. Hun- yeah. Well, there's hundreds of episodes. Yeah.
0: Every major, and they recreate them really well, yeah. and they talk about all that stuff, with pilot complacency, distractions, yeah. Yeah. chatter in the cockpit during approach or yes. whatever, you know, that kind of stuff. Being a, drink, a, a, drink. Being
1: a Kennedy is a known risk. Or yeah. not just being a Ke- Kennedy, but being
2: an <laughs> inebriated pilot. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Um, I don't know if he was inebriated. I, I think he no. made the foolish decision to go, uh, to not have flight following, to not fly IFR. He wasn't, I don't oh. think IFR rated. and he had a I, really thought you meant,
2: uh, I thought you meant Foster Brooks. He was not no. inebriated. That was all an act. He yeah. was sober as a judge. Yeah,
1: JFK Jr. Than. was, he had two annoying women in the plane with him, I think. He but, did. But, exactly. so, but anyway, back to my friend. He's a great pilot. So without even hearing his story, Knowing the outcome, I know that what he did was miraculous, and I can't wait to hear the story. Uh, So I found out he was okay. He he emailed me, and what was funny is, because I'm a, oh, what am I? I'm an opportunist. And so after I knew he was okay, I was like, oh, maybe it would be really rude to ask him to tell the story on the podcast. Yeah, he probably doesn't want to talk about it. (laughs) So I won't bring it up unless he does.
2: You know, can if I he swam, can, I, can I call a brief audible? Somebody is just r- r- handling with b- 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 their mic, or they've got a windstorm. <laughs> but that's me. <laughs> oh no! Yeah. And uh, so now, yeah.
0: This time of year, it's freezing cold, right? I mean, uh, if, well, you and have by the way, preservers in the planey.
1: Yes, that's the part of the story that could be an HBO special because yeah. getting to the water is not. You're not home free. Uh, the oh. water there is again. I don't want to. This is like what I tell about a TV show. I don't want to give away too much, but <laughs> I believe it's a 30-minute swim and you can pass away from hypothermia in less than yeah, that. Yeah, 30 that. Ah, a easily. Hell of a long swim. Yeah. So uh, again, uh, this is a tease for next week. We're going to hear the story. And by the way, so he writes to me. And oh, he uh he I don't want to read this one cuz he's starting to tell the story.
2: He doesn't want to give away anything that will... Uh... He, and
1: now he's like, I don't want to give away anything. But then he goes, here's what happened.
2: Yeah. Right. I don't want to give any anything away, but in Concrete Cowboy,
1: well, never mind. I'm here's what right. he said. I'll save the story for a voice visit. It would make good content for your Bob and Zip podcast. Content. I'd be happy to share that 30 minutes of terror in three minutes of airtime.
0: 30 minutes of terror <laughs> next week. <laughs> That's 30 right. Minutes
1: of terror. Uh, terror. And he Thank said, you. I know from knowing you that you'd rather have a compelling story on the air than hear it from me beforehand. Yeah. And he's right. And he I was like, right. I wrote back and I said, I was already debating whether it would be rude to ask you to come on the podcast. All so. right. Uh-huh. Next week on the Bob and Zip podcast, brace for impact.
2: Yes. So why was your, go back to why your week was a rough week, Bob?
1: Well. In the nightmares? So, all right. So I have this dream of of Thelma and Louise, only I was probably in a small plane, of of going to crash and wake up just before it happens on the day that my (laughs) dearest friend, one of my best pilot friends in the world. And you're not an empath. Has this. And then... While this is going on today, my texts start going off from my siblings. Hmm. In my hometown of Brantford, Connecticut, there is an active shooter in a standoff with the police. Oh, boy. And they're updating each other. Someone has a friend in a store and they can hear the gunshots. Sent him a video, apparently, and it's all over the news, but it's also a small story, thankfully, because he didn't kill anybody. Mm. Yeah. But still, I'm like, God, dude, give me a break. You know, not that it's my problem, but it's like, it just freaked me out.
0: Well, and then let's double down in in Minneapolis with another
1: shooting
2: that, while yeah. the trial is right. going
0: on. Right, and
1: those on. were yeah. the I mean, those were the headlines for the in whole the, country in and the it, same neighborhood. For or, yeah, wow. all feeling the same emotions. Yeah,
2: yeah. And, and I, it's a trigger for me because as a kid, I had to sit and watch the Detroit riots go on, and it was horrifying. Mm. Just because you know when you're, you know, I forget what I was, five, four, six, somewhere in there, and. I was looking, as I may have mentioned before, I look across the Detroit River, which is less than a mile at that point. Mm. And I'm hearing the sirens and seeing the smoke and he- hearing the gunfire and all of that. And when you're that young, you think they're coming across the bridge, they're coming through right. the tunnel. It's going to happen here.
3: Right.
2: So so the cr- triggers were created then. So when I watch this stuff now, I just think it, it, it gives me anxiety. It's just, and I don't even know what's happening. It just kind of takes over subconsciously. Right.
1: It's a post-PCSD, post-childhood distress disorder. <laughs> <laughs> it might be.
2: It might be, but you know. So, all
1: right. Anyway, that's the stuff. We have two guests today. We have my son, Andrew. Andrew, the comic. Yes. And we have our attorney friend, Sean Alexander, who lives on those islands, by the way. Wow. And I'll have to tell him not to give too much away from the story because it's his neighborhood. Yeah, sure. But uh, any legal questions, And um, and by the way, we tried to have Sean on. We've had him on a couple of times. Uh, and I'm going to try and not talk too much because I got this cold and laryngitis, and yeah. Uh, but I'm not going to succeed. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> know thyself
2: and do thyself be true.
1: <laughs> anyway, um, from now on, if you have any legal question, you can submit it to the show. Wow, Sean is one of those pro bono nice guy attorneys that you would not want on the bus at the bottom of the ocean
2: (laughs) and his specialty is what area um uh, well he's
1: he's really a good all-around country lawyer okay uh think uh mayberry you know andy's best friend well that's (laughs) kind of nice yeah uh knows barney um but uh (laughs)
2: that guy's smart i'm telling you
1: sorry no i Barney's one of my favorite people of all time. Yeah.
2: Better believe it, baby. <laughs> yeah.
1: uh, but Sean, uh, his actual specialty is uh, environmental law. But he, So if someone cuts down uh, trees on your property to improve their view, that's, he's, that's in his wheelhouse. Wow. But he can do anything. And he's very well read. He's one of the people uh, over the last 15, 20 years... I used to sit down and have tea with him, and he would tell me what was going to happen in the world. Oh, wow. And which new inventions were going to take off. And uh, he's just... uh, hes I don't don't want him to hear this. Full of himself. No, he won't. But he's he's kind of... He's one of those um, uh, people who can see the big picture very, very well. Uh, His slogan when he has legal customers is he practices positive law hmm. and his website is positive law.com and instead of fighting he he says let's ask a different question instead of i'm gonna get at them i'm gonna try and win he says what will make you happy what outcome ah, are you looking for that's a really good uh, yeah. opening volley because really if you want to fight You want a more expensive lawyer who's really good at taking your money. (laughs) (laughs) So he's coming on a little bit. Meantime, what's going on with you guys? Ed, you had a weird week.
2: Oh, yeah. Um, <clears throat> I just think, you know, they, what I told you about uh, living across the river, the trial, you know, burying the second cop from the Capitol uh, insurrection incident. Uh, you had uh, oh. Trumps spouting off. I just, the riots, you know, um, I think it all just triggers nightmares for me. So it, it's, it's like I've been getting zero sleep. i getting two hours at a stretch, if that. And waking up, you know and, ah, and those kind
1: of wake-ups, You know what I mean? Yeah, <laughs> I do. Yes, yeah. Which and is so it? we we nicknamed you narcoleptic Ed because several yeah. times you've overslept.
2: And, yeah. yeah, and that's usually compensating for nights of. Ah. Yeah, I see.
1: <laughs> have you ever Have you ever considered drugs?
2: Um, I had, Actually, it's funny you should say that because today, for the first time in probably uh, six months, I took a clonazepam because I, I realized that what I've got going on with heart palpitations and, 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 and this kind of stuff is anxiety ah, yeah. that's kind of bubbling up unbeknownst uh, to me. Actually, the, like, dr-
1: the drug I was going to recommend is uh, is this new thing. It's called yoga. Have you tried that?
2: <laughs> <laughs> I, I am not the most flexible. I will give you that. Yeah.
1: No, people yeah. have been telling me that, so I figured I'd, I'd quickly pass it on to you. It's not like uh, a hot potato. Let's give it to Zip now. Uh, you do uh, yoga, same.
0: yeah. Do I do? No, but interesting. Jeannie is starting yoga classes tomorrow night. Oh, wow, actually, and she's been less than upbeat. She, I've noticed, she's just been cranky and and absorbed. You know, with is it.
1: there a post-COVID depression? Possible? I, you know what? I think that's
0: absolutely a fact, and, and there's been a, quite a few. Uh, You know, specialists on some of the some of the mainstream media talking about how it's kind of rampant anxiety, especially across the country. So totally understandable.
2: I I don't think you have to be post-COVID to have that anxiety right now. I just think it's the climate.
1: Yeah, it could be that Uh, for me. Post-COVID is that now I now I have to actually go see people. (laughs) Yeah. <laughs> well, that's true. You know, really, people have gotten used to being isolated
0: to a yeah. degree, yeah. and so and there's like. a little trepidation when you well, wait a minute, yeah. uh, you know. Yeah, and I I, it's
1: I miss the people. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. But I don't miss the airports, the lines, the days of travel, and the showers, all
2: that, the, the personal hygiene.
1: Yeah. Well. I don't know. Who, I don't know where you travel to.
2: <laughs> no, say when you're home, you, you know, if you want to skip a day and you're home alone, no problem.
1: Sure. Oh, that.
2: Yeah,
0: yeah. And, and you know, the other thing too is just you know, as far as lifestyle, living a digital lifestyle with Zoom and your yeah. whole schedules, it's business is more twenty four seven now than it's ever been for Isn't me. That people email me at eleven o'clock? The, I look at there's a text at four ten in the morning. Yeah. I yeah. mean, yeah. crazy sh- shit.
1: Yeah, especially like if you're working
2: fact. with people on other continents. They right. they don't know from our time zone.
1: By the way, yeah. did you hear the, the pause for a moment there? Zip thought he was on terrestrial radio and he was about to say shit. <laughs> shit. And, then he let, and then he just <laughs> let he it pulled fly. His, <laughs> pulled his punch. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> huh. But funny. I like that we're not we're not a dirty show. We don't swear mm. a lot. No, not no. for, a, only for a fact. Yeah. Yeah. Or if we could let something out that's but, natural. By, by the
2: yeah. way, did anybody see Concrete Cowboy yet?
1: What is Concrete Cowboy?
2: It's, it's a movie on Netflix. And I give it the Ed Kelly money-back guarantee. If you don't like it, I will okay. pay your, 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 your <laughs> subscription. I'm writing it down because yeah.
1: I've been hoarding the Netflix guru wow. Sherpa stuff. Yeah, what about The Last Dance? Hold on, hold on. It takes me a minute to write. Give the, give the people in the audience a chance, too.
2: Did somebody give Bob something sharp again?
1: <laughs> Concrete Cowboy is about what?
2: Concrete Cowboy is uh, well, see, it's, it's about Philadelphia, a Philadelphia-based kid, who starts to get into trouble. His mother says, "Look, I can't handle you anymore. You're you're going with your you're going to be with your father." And he shows up at his father's house, and this it, it looked like Skid Row only for cowboys and horses that he opens his father's doors the dad brings him inside there's a horse living in the house oh, it wow. was not mr ed yeah. and it just goes from there they just had me you know and it gets you right out of the gate and it's just nice. such an excellent excellent movie It's a good one.
0: yeah zip what what am i watching how it happened with hill harper <laughs> that's, what been, that's what i've been watching i just actually know this this applies to you Bob, uh, you know the Dartmouth College murders. Remember the two kids from Chester, Vermont, who killed the Dartmouth the uh, Dartmouth professors.
1: It's uh, there's so much there's so much scary news now. It's it's uh, I vaguely recall it. How long ago?
0: Oh, it, it th- well they just yeah. did the the uh, remake of the story okay. recently, and was no, called is how it happened. Yeah, it's how a it's great happened. series. About, great about series. ten years uh, on ago. on Netflix. It happened. Yeah, but God. there were two uh, real quiet white kids from Chester, Vermont. And they just, I don't know, they Oof. just decided to go kill these
1: Chester's the <laughs> next town over, and I know really yeah. nice people there.
0: Yeah, 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 yeah. A friend it's of mine quiet, uh,
1: lives off the grid. It's the quiet ones you have to worry about. No, no he's the good off the grid, though. All the keys <laughs> are on his typewriter. You don't have anything to worry about.
2: All <laughs> 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 oh, the keys. No, <laughs> Jesus. His elevator doesn't <laughs> go to the top, but the keys are on his typewriter. Yeah. Oh,
1: man. Okay. Oh, uh, and I have started watching something, and it's old but good. Uh, I don't know how Lisa and I missed it. It's an Amazon series, Amazon Prime, called Jack Ryan, which is uh, very much like Homeland, uh, only with a hot guy instead of Carrie Matheson. And the guy is, I don't know why they do this, but my wife does. She thinks he's hot. Uh, (laughs) Is that uh, Kiefer Sutherland? Jack uh, Jack Ryan, I don't Who stars in it? Let me ask Key, Professor I Google.
0: It was, was <laughs> Sutherland? Uh,
1: no, I would recognize. Uh, I would recognize the name uh, John Krasinski, Wendell yeah, Pierce. Yeah, yeah, from the Office. Oh, you know him. Okay.
2: Yeah.
1: Uh, and he's good. Uh, he's Very good. A, he's an up and coming CIA analyst, but and he like appears to be like a wimpy Boy Scout. Mm-hmm. I don't want to give too much away.
2: <laughs> Which uh, always the precursor. Just, but here is the other thing,
1: and, and 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 I'm not giving too much away with this. <laughs> he, um much like uh the guy in Outlander, yeah, the the lead actor in Outlander, he. Home, you mean Homeland or no you Outlander? Homeland, like Outlander, okay. Um, he has scars across his back, hmm. and and as a guy, I look at it. And go, oh, that's kind of gross and ugly. But, but I look at oh, I look over at my wife. She goes, "Yeah, I want a man with big scars." <laughs> <laughs>
2: that's a window into your
1: world that I want to pull down the blind. <laughs> 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 no, my, uh, well, I, I would, I'm blind about it too. Uh, I couldn't understand it. Yeah. Uh, but uh, yeah, so in that movie, in and that's also when we watched all five, four or five seasons. Season six is coming out. Right, uh, and then on this one, season three, I guess is they're starting to actually unveil seasons now after a year of COVID, right. which is nice. Uh, but Jack Ryan is uh, it grabbed me. It's it's uh, it, it deals much like Homeland did with our feelings about Muslims uh, yeah. and their feelings, and then it humanizes people on all sides, oh. and it shows the mistakes we make mistakes they make it shows people trying to do good and how evil you know sort of finds a way and then hopefully somewhere near the end of the series good finds a way Kumbaya, my lord. I know. all right so that's the tv rundown uh a couple of other things uh, before we bring on my son my wife my wife is doing something else strange That I wonder if anybody else does this. Well, you know, when we watch uh, TV, when we're doing dinner, we do the news. Okay. And, you know, we just watch a half hour of local news and a half hour of national news. Sometimes we turn it off halfway through. Yeah. Yeah, it's nothing new here. Yeah, exactly. But every once in a while, there's a really interesting segment
2: local or national?
1: Oh, it could be. It could be either. Okay. And what happens is Lisa thinks I have to. Andrew should see this, or Keith should. One of our sons should see it. Mm -hmm. And so Lisa will get up, pause the TV, take out her phone, rewind it. (laughs) (laughs) So
2: she's air checking the. the, She's making
1: a movie.
2: An MOV. <laughs> uh,
1: oh, and, and then she sends it. And I already know what Andrew goes. is, oh, ma, spam from ma again, you know. And by the way, it's always, it, it's very good-hearted. Yeah, of course it is. Very mom-like.
2: Yeah. It's a very motherly, nurturing thing.
1: So we were watching this segment last night on Vermont 22, Channel 22, about a phenomenon uh, that I'd never heard of. Uh, it's, well, it's called Cigar Box Guitars. Have you ever heard of those? Oh,
2: yeah, of course. Yeah, handcrafted. Sure. It's a
1: big deal, right?
2: Yeah, yeah. yeah it's and like so, a cult. Yeah, so yeah. it
1: turns out there's a guy in the Champlain Valley, which is up where Burlington is. Yeah. Plattsburgh, New York, I believe. Uh, it's yeah. just on the other side. And he had never made a guitar in his life and hadn't even played them. You can buy a kit. Well, he someone somehow he started making them. Mm-hmm. And he had a knack for it. I decided to build one, and I never stopped, <laughs> told the TV. And as, and as I'm watching this, I'm thinking, there's a nutty guy I know who would love this kind of guitar. Of course. He's a famous guitarist, and he, one of his things he loves to do, and actually, a lot of guitar players like this. Ben does it, too. He boasts about his guitar collection. He sent me a picture of, like, six guitars on his wall, and he called yeah. it guitar porn. And I was like, well, unless it has a donkey and some <laughs> ping pong balls, I'm not into this. <laughs> and actually, I'm not into that either. That's cool. more Spike's style. But yeah. uh, but anyway, um, as this guy, as the show is going on, she's taping it. And I'm thinking, why, are, why is she, you know, she said, this is so cool. And I'm, I'm watching it, and I'm thinking, I know who would love one of these. Roger Fisher from the band Heart. Wow. Who's always like inventing a speaker, inventing a pedal, inventing, you know? He's always yeah. like, I've got a custom guitar that I met a hippie in 1979. <laughs> we did some amazing mushrooms and we stayed up till 6 a.m. and this blonde girl wearing no clothes carved this guitar. And here it is. You know, he'll <laughs> do a story like that. I made that up, but that, I know. You get the idea. Yeah. Anyway, as we're watching. This uh, segment, and Lisa is taping it, they close the segment saying, this is the real deal. In fact, he's caught the attention of some famous guitar players like Roger Fisher, one of the founding members of the (laughs) band Heart.
2: You're a a prophet.
1: And Zach Wild, the current lead guitarist for Ozzy Osbourne.
2: That's funny.
1: And Samantha Fish. Do you know who she is? No. Awesome blues guitarist. And when I say awesome, I mean, she's great. She also happens to not be, be, a, be a knockout. She's candidate. a little younger yeah. than B.B. King was. Yes. Yeah. And uh, probably more fun to watch. Um, Not for my wife, but, you know, yeah. she's watching the guy with the scars on his back. So
2: she's <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And B.B. was a road warrior one yeah. <laughs> So
1: I want to give a plug to this guy. And, and, and Roger Fisher, actually, I guess, bought one of his good oh, probably got it for free. Scott Hanley is his name. The owner, the owner of Hanley's Cigar Box Guitars.
2: Who's playing the guitar? Is somebody really playing the guitar? Or am I
1: hearing that in my head? Uh,
0: no, you're actually hearing that. I was just, yeah. Is it, oh, I think
1: that I, I think I clicked to the story and it's on. No, it's not. It's
0: no, on. no, it was me. I think, it, boy, you got
2: good ears, Ed.
1: Yeah, still, yeah. Yeah, yeah, believe it or not. Yeah. Yeah, no. So a that a, so Zip, is
2: that a
0: bass you're playing? Yeah, it's unplugged. God, you can hear that. That's oh, crazy yeah, yeah. good ears By the way, Holy Zip
1: shit. does this. By the way, and, and by the way, he thinks he's getting away with it. But he used to. We'd be talking, and he'd be like, <laughs> <laughs> doing triplets. <laughs> Zip is a multi instrumentalist. Everybody listening, oh, Zip can yeah. play bass, drums, guitar, and wow. keyboards.
2: Yeah, well, which is the only reason he's as even living. As long as like it's a twelve bar
0: progression, I'm. <laughs> that's right. Yeah, no.
1: It's, okay. Those
2: are the roots. Yes, they are.
1: All right. Well, so. why don't you, you know. Why don't you bring enough for everybody next time and plug it in? No, yeah, oh, do that. No, just
2: no, no, noodle okay. around. That's what. Uh, oh, from um, hey. BTO, uh, Randy yeah. Bachman does that on a CBC show. It's oh, kind of charming. He? He's yeah, awesome. he just noodles around. He, mind you, I'm not saying you're Randy Bachman. I know Randy Bachman. He, you, Randy, Bachman. Randy, Randy Bachman is a friend of mine, and you, Zip Zipfeller, know, <laughs> Randy, <laughs> know no Bachman. Randy Bachman. No, Randy Bachman. Hey,
1: I worked for Seinfeld, right? Yeah, yeah. 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 Randy. Randy texted me the other day, and I haven't texted him back.
2: You're shitting me, right? Oh,
1: no, I'm not kidding. In fact, Randy Bachman? Oh, yeah. And, no. and at oh, first yeah. I thought, oh, yeah. wow, he remembers me because he actually recorded at my house for three days. Right. But he um, was actually, he remembered a cool microphone I owned, and he was texting me out of the uh-huh. blue to ask me if I wanted to sell it. He's mm-hmm. too late. What was it? Uh, Telefunken U47.
2: Okay. Oh, you yeah, your yeah. bottle mic, yeah. Yeah
1: small it, people used it like Frank Sinatra and John yeah, Lennon and and,
2: and $12,000 is chump change for Randy Bachman.
1: Uh actually you you could get them for $12,000 back when I sold it 5 years ago. Yeah. 20 30 depends on the condition now.
2: Oh, I've seen them for for 12 of oh, yeah. late, yeah. yeah. Wow, great okay. Mike by the way. Good choice.
1: So, two yeah. headlines that frightened me. An ad in a radio trade magazine that said, oh jeez.
0: Someone oh. exits. No. Yes.
1: Uh. Uh. Opposite. The Rush Limbaugh show continues. Sign up with Premier Networks.
2: How does How does that happen?
1: Well, it's obviously reruns.
2: Greatest hits.
0: I mean. Oh yeah. I knew that. Howard Howard Stern
1: is currently on eighteen channels, twenty four seven, so they can do that. And they, and, that? They, and they and they called it a timeless show. Oh, for God's sake. They're going, to play the, they're going to play that ad nauseum. They're doing that at
2: my station.
1: You don't like that, huh? No, no. So you're, they're still playing him at your station. Yeah, okay. yeah. And then here's the other one that really bug, bugged me. And this is on ultimateclassicrock.com. New John Lennon video.
2: Is this the Beatles thing in the studio? Or just, just I don't know, general. but when
1: I see a headline that says new John Lennon video, I go, this is, the, <laughs> this is the meme culture I'm telling you about. Whatever you see clickbait is clickbait, and don't believe yeah. it. Uh, this is John and Yoko rehearsing an early version of Give Peace a Chance. Oh, God. And they call it, oh, and by the way, I think this is a tacky way to describe it, newly unearthed. <laughs> <laughs>
2: on the rare earth label
1: (laughs) i would have gone with previously unreleased you know something something like that
2: newly unearthed is totally inappropriate (laughs) i mean you know it's not like it just happened or anything but it's still you know very
1: And and here's another part about the story i thought was really weird uh the clip was restored and issued in 5k you know, there's an old no. expression. Yeah. Shit in, yeah. shit out. I mean...
2: <laughs> what? Garbage in, garbage out. <laughs> if you have a cassette tape,
1: yeah. Yeah. or, a, you know, what What were the video tapes back then?
2: VHS. Well, back then? Oh, that God, been no. 1969. Three, 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 uh, well, not even three-quarter yet. It would have been... Uh, it would have been film.
1: Eight, it would have been a, a home...
2: 16mm uh, or 8mm? Mil? 16mm or 8mm, yeah,
1: yeah. right. Yeah. So they restore... And, and on the other hand, maybe maybe they can. I mean,
2: well, what they have now, Bob, is uh, they take the, you know how they're grainy? They just have pixels that filled in around and copy the ones that are there. And it actually does. Imp- it looks uh, pretty know, good. Okay. It does. It looks better.
1: The clip restored and issued in 5K by the John Lennon estate shows the Beatle smiling, laughing, and tapping his foot as he Which fumbles is- <laughs> through the Give Peace a Chance song well, you, that they're rehearsing it. You-
2: you laugh, is it? but, you know, everybody concentrates, and McCartney had this uh, observation. He said everybody, th- you know, they always concentrate on the, uh, the the battles and the conflicts, when, in fact, they were just four lads that just kind of hung out most of the yeah, time,
0: and it I was know. fine. Yeah. Absolutely. There's Absolutely. an a-
1: ACDC story. Brian Johnson pens his memoir. Oh, wow. You want to know what the title of Brian Johnson's memoir is?
2: Writing um, out, out of that sunset on your <laughs> colored TV screen?
1: <laughs> I'm going to make up a joke one. What? <laughs>
2: <Don't>.
1: <laughs> how many how many marshals were stacked in front
2: yeah. of him for twenty oh, years? And, and he
1: had to quit because of hearing. Uh, yeah. His memoir is actually called "The Lives of Brian," which is a very cool title.
2: That's oh, very cool. Yeah. Yeah. I like that. That's very that's nice. clever. Right.
1: It's the Bob and Zip Show with Ed Kelly. Stand by. Andrew Rivers is next.
0: The Bob and Zip Show with Ed Kelly.
1: He's my son. He's a great comic, too. I've been bragging on him to a whole bunch of people. Uh, it was his birthday just a couple days ago, and uh, Lisa and I called and sang happy birthday to him and blew out some candles. And then he said, uh, Yeah, I got someone else on the line. Can I call you later?
4: Yeah. <laughs>
5: he's Please got a big time.
1: Yeah. Andrew Rivers. Hi, and, Andrew.
4: Oh, thank you. Yeah, uh, I had to pick up that scam likely call. Uh, you know, you never know what that could be. Yeah. <laughs> Someone actually sending me money instead of you, but uh, I appreciate the call anyway. Good.
1: So, hey, uh, quickly, did your mother send you some videos of the TV news this week?
4: Uh, To be honest, I probably have a bunch of unread messages from her. I don't don't check that often. (laughs) So So much for
5: Patreon. I can neither
4: confirm nor deny. Okay.
1: I told them that you probably consider them spam, and I'm not sure you always open them.
4: Well, she will uh, hold her phone up to the Today Show and send me a clip, <laughs> the
2: whole file. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. And uh, you know, yeah.
4: you know, she'll clip out newspaper articles and send them to me. So she's uh, she's a little behind on the on the technology front, but uh, but I love her anyway.
1: She's way ahead on the love, though. There you go. Yeah,
4: yeah. yeah. You could use some lessons there, but maybe you get some
2: show. Nice return volley, Andrew. Oh, come on. <laughs> Just
1: kidding. I'd be disappointed,
2: <laughs> <You're> right. <laughs> <laughs> All right?
1: So, uh, so Andrew, your birthday, uh, you're 36, I believe. If my math yeah, is correct. correct.
4: Yeah. yeah, yeah. Good job. Uh, uh, that would have been the first test you failed, but uh, <laughs> no, it was great. Um, you know, it's it. The worst part about having a birthday during quarantine is you know people are gonna call you, so you have to stay sober most of the day, <laughs> right? Uh, yeah, there and kind of tough but i you know (laughs) what's interesting is i've i've really stopped drinking this past year just because i've always been a social drinker and 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 now i'm anti-social so it it really works out (laughs) but by force but it's kind of ruined drinking for me because i've lost any semblance of a tolerance i have so now (laughs) when i drink it's not even a fun experience you know Mm, like uh i have More than two drinks, I'd turn into Joe Biden, right? I'm I'm tripping up the stairs. I'm slurring my words. I'm rubbing women's shoulders. It's not good. Yeah, that's bad.
2: It's a deal. (laughs) That's funny. But uh, yeah, 36
4: is a good year. Uh, uh, You know, looking forward to uh, uh, another uh, special with uh, lots of jokes about stretching and dietary restrictions. (laughs) So that's (laughs) what I have to look forward to.
1: So you didn't tell me uh, you had quit drinking and uh, like just like cut back way back or was it? a? Yeah, I mean, I
4: don't make it a point to go around and I just don't really drink. I mean, I'll I'll have them at the club occasionally because it's also free and I just want (laughs) one to make me a little uh, loose uh, on stage. But other than that, I really uh, I you know, it doesn't. I don't know if there's pro- there's probably some science behind it, but I never sleep well when I drink. and uh, yeah.
1: Yeah. yeah, there's science so, there. behind it. Yeah,
4: it's not, uh, yeah, exactly. It's just not a fun experience. You You're know?
1: familiar with the part of your body called a liver, too. You
2: heard of that? <laughs> yeah, it barks when it goes past the package store, but... Yeah. <laughs> oh,
4: oh. The hip bones connected to the what bone? Right? I don't know. Yeah, yeah. So
1: speaking of health, um, I wanted to warn you, don't get the Johnson vaccine, whatever. I, you, you heard oh, you yeah, me Yeah, yeah.
4: Oh, oh thanks. Oh. Well, I'll, I'll just have him return it. <laughs> um. <laughs> That's right yeah it's too late now but um uh, yeah I, I what's interesting I, I wish now i'm kind of thinking oh i should have waited uh but because uh, i technically wasn't eligible yet but uh i just clicked yes when it said are you an uber driver because you know, <laughs> if they don't open comedy club soon i'm going to be an uber driver <laughs> prepared for the role <laughs>
1: I I think I I think I'd accept that as integrity. I do. Yeah. (laughs) You don't,
2: but you don't have a dialect. You'll never get in.
1: (laughs) Oh yeah, yeah. Um,
4: You know, there's there's. I'm sure they that that they would. uh, You know, they they probably aren't allowed to ask too many questions. When I went, it was completely empty. You know, it was in. It was like a mass vaccination site, and it looked like they were kind of ramping up for what you know once they open eligibility to everybody. But but uh, they didn't ask anything. They just said, "Is this your name? And this is your appointment." Right, cool, as long as you have an in. appointment, and,
1: and hmm. it's it's all the honor system. By the way, there was there was the, uh, the 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 girls from the Budweiser Light commercials that are very obviously men. They got in. Yeah. Everybody gets in. Uh, it, you you could say you know you could say you're eighty and go in there in a stroller. And they would vaccinate. <laughs> <laughs> you just need someone At to push point.
2: me. Yes. That's <laughs> what we're all looking for. I volunteer. Yeah,
4: <laughs> yeah I, I'm pretty lucky with the side effects. Um, I, You know, my arm still feels like I played Little League girls softball for a couple innings, but <laughs> other than that, nice. just a lot of underhand. Uh, <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, yeah, But Bob. I did one side effect. Actually, I got uh, kicked off of YouTube. What? Oh. Um, so I made a joke because somebody, uh, it was on someone else's YouTube, so I didn't hurt my own channel, but, uh, so it's uh, no actual consequences, but I was on a podcast interacting with someone and they said, uh, did you know, you know, it was like an anti-vaxxer that was Mm. like, did you know they put aborted fetuses in the vaccine? And I, I said, wow, my parents always wondered if I would have kids. And then um,
1: oh. YouTube said I was spreading
4: misinformation. So
1: you were. That's that's, a, that's disgusting.
4: Really I is. know. Yeah. I think this is what they mean when they say the vaccine has a microchip because they they turn us all into robots where we're not allowed to say any words that the YouTube algorithm hasn't pre-approved. <laughs> yeah. Like when I say bomb in the airport, it doesn't matter the context. Like, no, "No, I was talking about my show. It was the bomb, (laughs) man. Yeah. But, you know, there's a lot of uh, I I, I do want everyone to get it. I, I, you know, I haven't done a deep dive into these uh, side effects, but it seems, you know, again, it's funny. we're uh, we're always two weeks behind uh, Europe because they pause a, a vaccine for no reason, and then yeah. and then uh, two weeks later here we're doing the same thing. But yeah. there's all sorts of incentives now to get the vaccine. Like Krispy Kreme is offering uh, free donuts to vaccinated people. Didn't know that. And yeah. uh, there's a strip club in Tennessee that is offering free VIP memberships. So, you know, <laughs> either way, I'm hoping to see some glazed holes pretty soon.
2: Oh, no, no. Ow, no, no. ow, ow, ow. 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 <laughs> <laughs> Uh, two, three, four. And Andrew Rivers, ladies Thank you very much. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. You're well, a comic. you said you
4: wanted to uh, yeah. make it go by quicker, so... <laughs> I- yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah.
2: <laughs> Go out on in a big bang.
4: <laughs>
1: right. So, with that kind of attitude towards women, how's your dating life?
4: <laughs> <laughs> well... You oh, know, man. there's uh, there's always somebody. Uh, you, I I imagine a life with the UPS lady every time she drops <laughs> down.
0: She's a brown but, shirt um, with a job.
4: Yeah, what can Brown do for you? I'll tell you I gotta <laughs> leave it on the back porch. Yeah, uh, again.
2: <laughs> again. Oh, oh man. Well, it's funny. I, I, I hold actually, on, your yeah. my I'll mother, I'll your
1: grandmother listens to this podcast. That's heaven, right. So I need Mister. to get silent.
4: Sure, I'll uh, I'll tone it down a little bit. I um, well, I had a girl actually come over the other night, and we we kind of started kissing during a TV show, but then uh, a commercial for a pregnancy test popped on. <laughs> I, you know, that really killed the mood for me. Yeah, so. that would do it. Yeah. Um, it is interesting, though. Actually, you know, you might have some insight into this because I was trying to Google. Uh, date ideas because you know, all my normal dates are like, take her out for a drink somewhere, you know, right. but um, You just want to get it, into it, my
2: pants, don't you? I know well, you. Yes,
4: but, uh, <laughs> but drinking is so ingrained in our culture that it's hard to find good dates, you know, that don't involve, because even Google was like, you can get her drunk at a winery, you can get her drunk at a brewery, <laughs> you can get her drunk on the lawn for a picnic and it was like, you know, that's funny. I just don't uh I don't know what the uh what the moves are. Oh, I'm Well, I
1: real... uh, I think you should go to a 12 step meeting. I don't want to yeah, mention Yeah, because they join uh, a hey. they like to be <laughs> anonymous, so I don't want to <laughs> mention anybody by name. But you could do that. <laughs> it could be interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Uh I mean, go where the f- people who drink like a fish aren't.
4: Right? Well, colors. I think, uh, I think they've had it up to their gills at that point. So, does I don't know. And I mean, Elizabeth. no, you know, hey, I'm sure there's wonderful people there. I mean, uh, mm. um, yeah, I think my ma- I'm very shy still, you know, it's, that's kind of my issue is um, like uh, I don't have like first kiss confidence and it's hard to do that without alcohol. You know, like some guys just know, they're like the moon, because the first kiss is like a pivotal, like if that goes wrong, you're like, well, we still got three hours on this whale watching trip. (laughs) Pretend to like me. But if, but like... Uh, Some guys know, like, they just have a sixth sense. They're, like, the moon is reflecting on the pond as the swan floats by. It's the most romantic. Perfect, yes, it's time. And I'll never have that. I could be in the middle of kissing a girl. I'd be like, are you sure about this, you know? <laughs> if my friends pull you up to this, you can leave. That's totally fine. <laughs> you know. oh, I'll make sure you get paid still. Don't worry about
1: <laughs> it. <laughs> Andrew. <laughs> Well, you know, so I'm giving bullshit. you endpoints. I, I know, I know hey I, I, I love was. you. I could talk to you for uh, a heck another 36 years. So. Oh,
4: great. I, I hope we can uh, I hope we can make it that long. Yeah.
1: Right. Andrew Rivers, ladies and gentlemen, coming yeah. up next. Uh, stand by, Sean Alexander. <laughs> Let's see if Sean Alexander on orcas Island, in Washington, the state of Washington, is coming in loud and clear. Sean Alexander, are you there?
3: I'm here. All right. I hear you loud and clear.
1: My favorite attorney. In fact, really, one of the only attorneys uh, that's good as a person. Well, thank you, Bob. Some of them are great great lawyers, don't get me wrong. Yeah, yeah. But you're a kind, uh, gentle-hearted person.
3: Not everybody would agree with you on that one. (laughs) No, I know. I
1: know. (laughs) If you're on the other side, uh, obviously, uh,
3: yeah, we always agree to disagree um, on things mm-hmm. like. There's always somebody is always not happy. Yeah, on one side or the other. Yeah,
1: I was telling them about you and that you have this saying. Instead of like people going to war and fighting each other, what's going to be a solution? And you always say, "What's going to make you happy?" Would you tell me the origin of that?
3: Well, I figured out pretty early that um, people have unrealistic expectations. And so if we can get that out of the way right in the beginning, life is better for both of us. Yeah. So if you're mad at somebody and you want to sue them and, you know, sometimes the solution you're looking for is not available. Um, For instance, the neighbor kid gets your daughter pregnant. You know, there are certain <laughs> solutions that are available to you there, and certain they're not. If we can, <laughs> if I can,
1: he, he, he puts that like he's like put the gun away. <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
3: yeah, castration's not really an option at yeah. No. Point. no. <laughs> so so if I can figure out what's going to make this person happy at the end of the at the end of the project or the end of the day, I can tell them, hey, look, you're yeah. screwed. There's no no way I can help you for that particular goal but maybe maybe these are the goals we can work so on.
1: what did the person whose uh, daughter was uh, impregnated how did it end up working out did they have season well, tickets to the mariners how did it go <laughs> <laughs> well Bob, that was a that's one of those
3: that's one of those questions that should remain unanswered ah. but let's just say personal liability insurance umbrella is a very good thing in those situations oh. hmm. because if Someone in your household does something to someone else's household and you get sued over it, that's an that's a way to fix things. Oh, you Not have insurance for that umbrella. sort of thing. Inter- I didn't know it covered that. I mean, it neither. covers an amazing amount of things. you get hmm. mad at your neighbor and go over and cut his trees down, it covers that sort of thing.
1: I can see but, on the smile wow. on your face now by when you say, What's gonna make you happy? <laughs> see? We're, we're
3: and and it's my way of shortcutting to make sure that what they want is something I can get them Yeah, because sometimes they're just not going to work. And, and then I just have to tell them, you know, it, okay, bad news is like a band aid; You rip it off quick and just tell them you're screwed. <laughs> you, <laughs> there's nothing I can do for yeah. you. Um, you would not believe how much I have to tell that to landlords and lenders right now.
1: Oh, right. Wow. Okay. That, uh, you know what? I'm glad you mentioned that. Cause this was the topic I wanted to bring up to you at the beginning of the pandemic. And I apologize for my cold. It's not COVID. Just about fully vaccinated. At the beginning of the pandemic, you were talking about some of the second-order effects, supply chain issues, all kinds of things uh, we were going to have. And recently, you and I were talking about the shoe that hasn't dropped yet, in a word, foreclosures.
3: Right. Well, there's a a big problem with the way we value money the way we value real estate and um, the way we uh, measure that kind of quality right now so if you have a large building that's full of office buildings or offices and they're all empty you're not making any rent so that building really doesn't have much value either to you or to anybody. So the the lending institutions that lend on real estate so it could be improved and you get developments, houses and hotels and whatnot, um, that's all based on income. That's based on wh- what the house is worth or what the property will bring in. And if it can't bring in anything, all of a sudden it's worthless. It is a huge tax burden, and it's also a... Um, uh, you know, just the utilities and maintenance. Burden. So
1: are you going further? So foreclosions and evictions lead to real estate crash too, uh, in, in, in not, apparently not in homes, but in, in a commercial real estate.
3: Well, for me on the ground right now, I normally would do, I don't know, between five and 10 evictions a year, pretty regularly. Wow. I would do you wear, do-, do you
1: wear a hood and carry a scythe
3: when you do that? <laughs> I use a <laughs> pen and paper. <laughs> Sorry. A little dark humor, but, but you know. But, but let me just say that I also represent collection agencies. Mm. And I help enforce consumer debt. I don't do a lot of it, but I do enough to pay the bills. Mm. And right. those two things have not happened at all. During COVID. In our, in our state, they've been just banned. Right. Along with um, foreclosures. And utility cutoffs oh, mm-hmm. and service costs, all those things are kind of put on hold. Who's paying for
1: all of that? Is it the government? Uh, is the government uh, TEAT still um, uh, making up for that? or it?
3: Well, it depends on what lens you're looking through, what you're trying to achieve. So in, if you're a, a tenant, let's say you're just a tenant and all of a sudden the, you work somewhere and now you're not working, you can't pay the rent, but the landlord also can't evict you. You technically still owe the rent, but the landlord can't get rid of you. Mm. The landlord also has payments, and the landlord can't be foreclosed upon, but yet still owes that money to. And so I'm not saying I'm smart enough to know the answer to these questions. I just recognize a huge problem when I see it. Right. Yeah. Rent,
1: Um, Rent rolls downhill. So at some point are we going to gradually ease these things and are there going to be emergency loans for those kind of people
3: um, I, well i hope so yeah. i hope that the, and i know that they're working hard here in washington on rules for landlords and tenants and rules for lenders so that we can have a, a process because there's going to be a giant pile of them. Yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. I've had landlords who are pretty regular clients and we usually don't have too many problem tenants, but once in a while we do. But right now we have some real serious problem tenants. Right. And and the, and what we're getting from the courts is, sorry, not happening. You're not yet, evicting no. them.
1: Are you They're Zooming a lot? Do you wear pants? <laughs> I'm,
3: I'm, a, I'm a fan of pants. Um, it's, it's cool in this part of the country, sure. so yes. yeah. But yes, we do Zoom a lot. Hmm. <laughs>
1: And that's a anno- like court cases are not taking place in courtrooms. Certainly that's not right. That's yet. that's
3: all either online or over the phone. Okay. Um, I've had probably two instances since uh, last year in March that I've had to do in person, and and one was like uh, it was a question mark criminal type infraction. So there's a demand that he appear in front of the court, and so of course I is an old client and a friend of mine. So I appeared with him and. We took care of that little problem. Um, right. It was advantageous because I could face-to-face negotiate with the prosecutor right there right. and get that just you know brushed under the rug, um, whereas over Zoom, I wouldn't have been able to do it. Right. Uh,
1: last legal question for you today, and we're going to have Sean on uh, pretty regularly, every every other week or so. Uh, I, I do want to mention uh, that you can email Sean or you can find him at a legal site called avo.com, and that's... A V V O dot com. That's correct. And uh, you are you do nice. Do you call that pro bono work or freebies, or you, you answer questions? What I try.
3: Yeah. Well, what when people have a question, and I can look at a question and say I know the answer to that question. I know that, and it's so simple. And if I can write it down in five minutes or thirty seconds, I'm willing to give that to that person so that they can go on their way and sure. not have this problem. And, and well, you may also find most- some,
1: some clients there, too. So you, you, anyway, if you want to find Sean, it's avo.com, avvo.com, And is there a link to that on your personal uh, legal website, too? Yes. All right. yes. And, th- and I remember that uh, web domain because it's a very, also a very cool story. It's called positivelaw.com. And as he did for many years with uh, the Bob Rivers Show, uh, Sean helped a lot of people. And, you know, sometimes they became his clients, but mostly he's a kind-hearted soul.
3: God bless. Well, thank you, Bob. That's very right. kind of you to say. Yeah.
1: <laughs> uh, so, uh, oh, oh, the last question. Oh yeah. In your profession, when something as big as the uh, Chauvin trial is going on, Derek Chauvin trial about the you know the George Floyd case, mm-hmm. are you watching it? You kind of have to, right?
3: I, I'm more. I'm more reading. What those who are watching it. Uh, right.
1: Yeah. That's forgot. You have a job. I forget. Um, so <laughs> the, uh, I, I guess the pr- uh, prosecution, let's see, the defense is rested and. No, they-
0: prosecution is rested. Defense okay. just started today.
1: Well, but I, I heard that they were going to be, uh, it was going to be closing arguments Monday or something. I mean, it was almost over is what I'm hearing.
3: Well, it wouldn't surprise me. Okay. I'm not- let me just say that because of the amount of video um, and the amount of things that are happening technologically, it has become, in my experience in the last year, much easier to prove behavior when it's on video. Oh, it's
1: okay. indefensible practically, yeah, exactly. it really. Is. <laughs> Yeah, yeah Zip's sold. not biased at all. By the way, Zip, uh, we'll reject you. Juror numbers, Zip. <laughs> no,
3: go.
2: Yeah, <laughs> he's selling deep fakes. He's producing yeah. them out of his business. No,
1: but I, but I give that defense
0: attorney a lot of credit. He's, he's, you know, not one of those high profile showboat guys. Very respectful of the witnesses. Yes, doing the yeah. best he
1: can. All right, uh, I see what I saw on Monday. As they expect to be doing closing arguments Monday. So the, the prosecution arrested Tuesday. The defense will probably rest Friday, right? And and uh, is, and that, they had said this trial could take a month. Uh, but, of course, the jury could deliberate based on movies I've seen for quite a long time. What do you expect?
3: <laughs> um, I don't expect they'll deliberate that long. Okay. I, I think that the, the evidence, they'll present a good case. Both sides will work really hard, as you said, to, to do their best. To explain their position. Now, sometimes the news is bad and your position is bad. You can't really change a lot of the time. You're just screwed. Yeah. But you have to explain what you can explain. Do you tell
1: your client this very early in the procedure so they're not too as disappointed? As soon as yeah. I notice <laughs> it. Yeah, this is as not soon go as
3: big. I see them stepping into a giant hole, I yeah. try to tell them, don't yeah. do this. All
1: right. Uh, Sean Alexander, avo.com, A-V-V-O. Just look up. And you spell Sean Alexander differently than the famous football player. It's Sean, S-H-A-W-N. And if you can't spell Alexander, get your advice from someone else. <laughs> just kidding okay. <laughs> Sean it's always great uh, to talk to you we'll, we'll alright thank you uh, time. Thanks, thanks sir sure. oh, alright well that's the show for today unless someone has a burning desire since we're on the subject of 12 stepping desire
2: <laughs> <laughs> no I see the last dance if you haven't seen it watch it it's okay. great
1: the last dance uh, Bob and Lisa are behind the times and watching Jack Ryan it's essentially <laughs> uh, homeland with a hot guy uh for your wife <laughs> with scars on his back <laughs> uh, with scars on his back because that's that's a thing i guess yeah. uh, like jamie oh, and right. outlander and uh and zip uh is watching air disasters just search air disasters
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, i've been watching the the chauvin trial i have oh yeah ladies and
1: gentlemen next week uh, ironically, another Orcas Island resident, and I'm glad that uh, Sean didn't tell any of this story. A dear friend of mine, one of the best pilots I know, and a guy who inspired me to learn how to fly, had a mechanical failure and you ended up fly. in the drink, as they say. Oh boy! And uh,
0: live uh, to tell about
1: it. Well, he, he, yes, he, they swam to shore in waters that we Will kill you in sometimes under 30 minutes. So yeah. uh, we will hear the entire story next week. He's also, by the way, was there the day my airplane was stolen by the barefoot bandit and <laughs> rode out with me to see the plane. That was a crazy story. Yeah. So he and I have both crashed a plane. Or oh, I'm sorry, have both had. had pl- planes crashed that were crashed. Plane crashed. Yes. Yes. I wasn't in mine.
2: <laughs> Thank God.
1: And yet I was dreaming about something just as scary the other night so uh that'll be a great story i'm sure he's uh obviously he did everything right, right. without even knowing the story mm-hmm. and bob and zip with ed when you say do everything right all of us are speechless because none of us <laughs> have
2: ever we're not <laughs> yeah. used to it yeah yeah right. come in friday come back friday for more tom
1: yeah <laughs> So, uh, everybody be well. I don't think I had any other notes. Oh, um, here's something. Actually, I want to close with this. This is one of those, and now this is, that John Oliver would do. This Mm -hmm. is a story that drove me nuts. Just the headline. Uh, um, The fact that this would even have to be a story. FDA, you know what that stands for?
2: Federal Drug Administration. Food and Drug Drug. Food and Drug, sorry.
1: The FDA to urge limits on heavy metals in baby foods wow starting with arsenic and lead <laughs> arsenic and lead uh, what Ooh. this means is prior to this regulation
2: there was lots of it arsenic and lead were cool <laughs> yeah <laughs> i remember that play i remember that play arsenic and old lead <laughs> it's crazy now lower in lead same yeah. great taste <laughs>
1: explained a lot though i grew up poor (laughs) um and and by the way they didn't just make this up they tested baby food and there was high levels of heavy metals well and they had set believe it or not Uh. maximum allowable levels of metals (laughs) in bottled water we're allowed but maybe not so much for baby
2: try flint water flint water (laughs) (laughs) My friend, we cannot keep this a secret any longer. Bob and Zip. There's
3: something growing in the fridge today. I don't know what it is. It's bringing tears to my eyes. There's an old milk carton with a picture of the missing Lindbergh kid. It's been there
1: quite a while. I'm cleaning out the fridge.
5: Cleaning out the fridge.
2: I'm cleaning out the fridge. There's fungus growing in the fridge today. The light bulbs on the Fritz. Something's drawing flies
5: yeah, 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 yeah. If you can tell it's meatloaf By the color of its skin And mister you're a braver man than I